0: podcast may 8th 2023 if you haven't yet please subscribe in all our channels youtube twitch twitter and apple podcast you can also listen to us on your smart speaker if you're listening on apple podcast you can uh you can leave a rating and a review it will help us out tremendously we're also on online radio visit on the sportscast.net for the latest and visit our twitter and hit that follow button the sports cast one also on Instagram, the sports cast one. And also you can, you can also get our app, the sports cast for the iOS app store. Today's a bank holiday in England. So there's Premier league matches going on, but we do have right. some NBA to talk about and join us all the way, all adjusted. He's back in Eastern time zone sleep. Hal Phillips. Welcome back to the sports guys. Top of the afternoon
1: to you, Santi. <laughs>
0: You know, it's funny. I was looking at the schedule, it's like there's like soccer games at 10 a.m. and 12. It's like another Saturday in the Premier League.
1: Yeah, I had this conversation via text with uh, a good friend of mine who is a Fulham supporter. He actually is a Fulham supporter because of some reporting I did for ESPN.com back in 2005 or six when the Fulham Americana phenomenon was new. Well, he stayed on and is now a fulham freak of the first order and he's the one who told me that it was a bank holiday today and that's why they played this morning at nine and kicked the shit out of Leicester. it would appear i know poor Leicester. They might get yeah. relegated i think they're not good um but uh that the bottom the bottom half of that table is full of teams that are very similar they're not i shouldn't say they're not good they're, none of those teams are terrible Leicester has some great attacking options but uh they could well go down
0: They could go well down, but we'll talk a little bit Premier League later if we have time. Yesterday, the Phoenix Suns defeated the Nuggets 129 to uh, to 124. A lot of close uh, games this past weekend. Uh, Jokic had 53 points for the Nuggets, but was not enough. Uh, uh, Durant and Booker had a fantastic uh, uh, game last night. Uh, What were your thoughts? I mean, this series is going to be close.
1: I thought – the Suns took the Nuggets' best punch last night. Jokic went for fifty. They they played a good game and could not put the Suns away without Chris Paul. I mean, the guy who I thought won the game for Phoenix was Landry Shamit, had nineteen points off the bench, and from a scoring standpoint, filled all the cracks left by by um, CP3. Um, Cameron Payne is a pretty darn good backup point guard, isn't he? And they're not. They don't look terrible when he is running the team. they're, they're a little bit. Quicker off the mark, um, he takes it to the hole, I think, and runs the floor more than Chris Paul would. They're not as static an offense without Chris Paul on the floor. I think they're obviously better with him, and I have heard anything about whether or not he's going to come back but um, for this series. But I thought the Nuggets uh, gave it their best shot to put this series away, and they could not do it. So neutral basketball fans like um, myself, we're quite pleased that this Michael seven.
0: Yeah, I believe so. Most of the game was pretty tight. As Hal mentioned, Landry Hammett had almost 20 points yesterday. Booker and Durant had 36 points each. Quite a duo. There was also a situation yesterday. Let me play this video between Jokic and the owner of the Phoenix. Boy, Jokic, a little bit of contact. Boy ball was oh they're really quick here and boy Jokic a little bit of contact boy well it showed a little bit previous but he uh he pushed the owner of the sons who's, who's who recently purchased it a few months ago um and Jokic's got a technical for that could get suspended there's no possibility for that your thoughts I that hope incident? not
1: it's hard for the that here in the city noise. um a couple things about that situation. One, uh, the new owner of the Suns is a former college basketball player and he clearly knows how to take a charge and flop. Um, he throws his arms up and goes back in his chair like he's drawing a foul. And maybe he should get credit for drawing that foul on uh, Jokic. But mostly I'm like, what is that guy doing getting in-, in Jokic's way? And who knows what he said to him? Um, that may have been the root of the issue is that he said something untoward to Jokic, who's just trying to get the ball and play the game that he's paid to play. Um, I don't hold him responsible. They'd better not suspend him. Um, That would be uh, an injustice. Yeah, they were
0: kind of comparing it. Well, if uh, Green from the Warriors got suspended for something uh, close to that, he should get suspended. So... Uh, we'll find out tonight, I guess. Or um, One of the things tonight. that people
1: do not remember about Draymond Green, and the NBA has been very straightforward about this, is Draymond Green gets, get, keeps getting suspended because of the accrual of incidents. Jokic does not have a track record berating fans or other players or referees like he does, and that is why Draymond is getting the the treatment that he's getting. Not that he's being singled out in any one way he is being treated like a repeat offender which he is
0: yeah correct there's two uh, two different type of personalities two different players uh the nuggets uh uh as i mentioned before uh jokic had 53 points murray 28 points porter junior 11 gordon 11 Caldwell, pope 10 points um murray is having a fantastic series i guess he needs to bump it up a bit to help out jokic i guess
1: I'm just not sure how good Denver is. They they played the first two games of the series and they looked like world beaters, but when you look at them closely, they don't have a defensive grit that I think is as high as some that are left in in this playoff. That's one thing. I don't think their bench is particularly strong when you bring Jeff Brown and and uh, Bruce Brown and 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 such off the bench. That doesn't impress me greatly these are nice players but they're not world beater defenders or scorers for that matter um they are an interesting and limited team that their starting five is as good as any but i don't think they're very deep it's just, it's just a fascinating series what's happening on both sides of the ball and you know, they're starting to play this jock uh Londale. landale landale that the australian dude um is starting to take finishing game finishing minutes from um, DeAndre Aiton, um, which Ayton obviously is not happy about, but now um, the Monty Williams has done it twice and they've won both games. So I'd be very interested to see how that plays out going forward in game five because Ayton I always thought, played Jokic very well, um, but clearly um, Williams does not agree.
0: Yeah, and as how want to piggyback what he said, bench for dungets are pretty short. Just three players coming off the bench. Uh, five points by green and brown brawn only one point so they need to get more of their bench players involved um game five is scheduled for tuesday back in colorado at the ball arena uh so we'll see what happens whoever takes game five is that kind of a good indicator who's gonna win you think Hal? what was that who's getting five um uh for game five uh, between uh, the nuggets and Suns, you think whoever wins that could win the series
1: um, I don't know. There's some, I'm sure there's some trenchant um, statistic that says that the winner of game five, you know, wins 89% of series. It's obviously every game is the most important going forward from this point. Um, I like Denver. They seem to play very well at home. And I think the sons are going to have a very difficult time winning the series. They're going to have to win two out of three, um, at least one game in Denver to do it. And from the looks of it, without Chris Paul, that would be difficult that that was a career game from Landry Shamit. Um, but they did get nice a nice game from from TJ Warren as well who um they have been bringing you know they've been playing Josh Akogi and and um uh Tory Craig at the small forward and those are both defensive guys and i understand it they've got a lot of other scoring man TJ Warren can fill it up and if he can drop 15 on somebody you know in a in a reserve role in a game that's just a bonus for them um they can rest you know Kevin Durant when that's happening um they're not positioned terribly at all, and I sort of think that that Paul is going to come back and before this season, before this this series is finished, um, maybe for Game six or seven, we'll see.
0: Much needed. He's dealing with a growing injury. Let's go to Phil Philadelphia. How? Where it was a the Philadelphia 76ers were in a 50 point lead for most of the game until the fourth quarter, where Popahats and Celtics tied it up, became close, went to overtime. Uh, James Harden uh, Harden scored 42 points, um, had an incredible game. Uh, Jason Adam scored 24 points. Mm -hmm. Joel Embiid with 34 points. It was close. I thought Boston was going to pull it out.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I'm too close to it in a way, Santi. What did you think when the Celtics came back and tied that game? Did you think they had it won?
0: I think so. I think I saw Jason Adam with a lot of confidence. Uh, but
1: Harden just took over at the end. It it was an interesting situation at the very end of the game. Um, they were up by two, and last you know, last second play for the Sixers, they called timeout and set up a play, unlike Joe Mazzullo with the Celtics, who three or four times in this game could have called timeout to actually, oh, I don't know, call a play or tell guys to not wait until there are three seconds left in the shot clock before they did anything. But be that as it may, they got the ball down into um, Embiid, and they did it. He was deep. He was in, in the paint. And you, I would have bet my life that he would have gone up with some kind of shot, maybe tried to get fouled. They only needed two points. But I was petrified that they were going to kick the ball out to Harden, which is what they did because Jalen Brown collapsed on Embiid to help leaving Harden open in the corner, and he won the game with a three-pointer. They've only won two games in this series, the Sixers. Both of them on three pointers from Harden at the buzzer, essentially. So, look, I think the Celtics were unlucky to lose this game. I'm not throwing in the towel. They played the the type of game they have to play to win at this level, which is a defensive oriented game. Um, we can talk about the Celtics more, but I'm I'm glad for the rest of the NBA that this game, you know, this series is going to go multiple games further, maybe six, maybe seven. And because it's a good matchup. And um, I think the Celtics are sort of getting better. And um, as, they, as the series goes on, they sort of did this in the in the playoffs last year. Still such a young team, but we can get into more particulars. But, you know, it was a fair result. I don't think the Celtics threw it away necessarily. They've lost two very, very heartbreaking games in this series and blown the other team out twice. So if they lose the series, I'll feel worse. But until that time, I'm, I'm trying to keep a stiff upper lip.
0: We'll look at the shot, what Harden did towards the end to win this game right now. Game
1: after that. So I, I'm a little annoyed that that they, they didn't stay disciplined and just give 16 seconds left. Give Embiid that shot or make him make that shot or foul him and make him make two three throws. The only way they lose the game is by collapsing on Embiid and giving up an open three-pointer to James Harden, and they did. So that was a bit indisciplined. Um but again, I can't I can't be too annoyed. It was it was a it was a great game. And you're in a, you're in neutral. Did you enjoy the game?
0: I enjoyed the game very much. I do seriously thought the Boston would have pulled it out. How I, I really did thought that they, they, they had the players. Um Brown surprised me, had 23 points, had a fantastic game. Marcus Smart, 21 points. Uh White had 12 points. Horford, I think he had like six blocks. Uh uh uh, I uh, can um, uh, Joel, um,
1: B was it like six blocks? I think. Uh, I'm not sure. He, he had 10 points. He was one of six Celtics in double figures, which is not, you know, easy to do. Um, I, I think we, we spoke a week ago right before the opening game of the series that the Sixers stole at the buzzer, um, without Embiid. right? That's the game that we, we previewed. Correct. So, you know, that was really distressing. Um, You know, the Celtics have uh, the Celtics are still trying to figure out how to play with this coach and with this roster, even though they people forget that they really were terrible last year until January when they sort of went on a tear and rode that tear all the way to the NBA finals where they lost in six games to Golden State. But this is a young team that's still trying to figure it out. And the, the problem with that game one and the problem with the Celtics all year long and any Celtics fan will tell you this is that they're really not a very good offensive team. They're streaky. And when they're making their threes, you really can't you can't beat them. Um but when they don't, which they did not last night, which they did not in the first game, they're eminently beatable because they don't they don't get good shots even when they're not making three-pointers. They 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 tried to outscore the Sixers in that first game because they said oh Embiid is not even playing we can run these guys into the ground and beat them with our offense they really can't beat good teams with their offense they beat good teams with their defense now they played one quarter worth of defense last night and should have won the game if they can just remember their calling card I think they're going to be fine and we'll we'll make the finals and there, God knows who the, whom they'll play and how they will do but this is a defensively elite team it's not an offensively elite team
0: Brogdon from the bench came up with 19 points he had a fantastic game uh but the whole squad had uh almost all the whole squad had a uh, double digits uh philadelphia 76ers of course Embiid had 34 points harden with
1: 42
0: points maxi with 14 points but it feels like it kind of relies on harden and beat a lot
1: yeah maxi was not great he made a couple jumpers at the beginning of the game Pardon me, and um, wasn't heard from very much either. Tobias Harris, I remember him hitting one three, but I remember him missing a lot more. I'm not sure how many he had, uh, but they're a limited team. Melton um, is a purely defensive player. Um, if they're not making some jumpers between Melton and Harris and Maxi, um, they're in big trouble. So they stole that game last night. God, uh, God loved them for it. And um, we'll see how they come out against Boston in Boston. It's going to be a difficult task for them, just as difficult as it will be for the Suns. They've got to win a game. They've got to beat this team twice, and they have to do at least do it at least once um, on uh, the parquet floor at Boston Garden. I'm not sure. Uh, I think they've, they've filled their quota on that front. They've done that once in this series. It's hard to see them doing it again.
0: Which will be tomorrow uh, for Game 5 and, uh, at the TD Garden. Give me a prediction for that one. Do you think uh, – your team will take yeah it.
1: and I think they'll win in six um but that doesn't mean anything it's really it's really frustrating I don't blame the coach for for this idea that that the Celtics team has that they are they are offensively gifted um I think it's Tatum and Brown who engender that idea and it's not helpful to them the the more they think that the more they will um rise and fall on whether or not their three-pointers go down And that's no way to to win series against good NBA teams. The Celtics were what fifty-seven and twenty-five this year. I mean, take it from someone who watched a lot of those games. They lost a dozen games. Terrible teams because they fifty-seven win and twenty-five losses. They couldn't make three pointers, and you know every team in the league deals with this. It's a miss or make league, and the three point the three point shot is is obviously one of the you know the The core ideas that is now prevalent in the NBA, but the Celtics aren't an elite three point shooting team. They are an elite defensive team. And that may not matter in December against the Hawks, but it matters now. And they can't afford to to stray from this idea that they're going to beat whoever they play from here on out by locking them down for at least two of the four quarters that they're going to play. They can't, they can't afford to do it just for one quarter like they did last night because they can lose on a three-pointer.
0: My bet is with the Boston Celtics, how I really do think they're more of a complete team, and uh, these Sixers are a little bit limited, so I do give you that. Let's go to the other part of the East. The Miami Heat are up in the Series 2-1 after defeating uh, the New York Knicks 105-86, to how... Um, Mr. Jimmy Butler is back. He scored 28 points after a sore ankle, a sprained ankle a few games ago. Um, uh, 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 had 17 points, stress had 19 points. Um, for New York, uh, we had Brunson with 20 points. Um, but it feels like Miami's just way too better. I mean, it's way better than the New York Knicks.
1: It is weird. I, I I thought that, I thought that the Knicks had a chance to win the series um, with their full team. When Randall was out, um, they looked um, they looked like they couldn't compete offensively. Um, and this is against a team, the Heat, that is not particularly gifted offensively. Um, but Randall is back. I'm sure he's not 100. percent No one is, but they look terrible. Um, they're not getting anything from uh, Emmanuel quickly, who had given them so much um, spark off the bench. They can't seem to run. At the Heat, um, the Heat are completely tr- controlling the tempo of these games, and you know, all hail Eric Spoelstra. He's just a tremendous coach. The idea that he's done as well with this group as he has—I mean, think about how badly the Heat look. You know, we're playing, and and what did we think about their chances when they lost the play-in game to Atlanta, and had—or
0: <laughs> did they lose that in person? Maybe
1: they did. Um, <laughs> I can't—I I can't believe they really wanted the Bucks. But it wasn't just that play in game. The whole, the final two weeks of the season, they were terrible. Um, they could barely put, you know, that lineup together. Everyone was getting over an injury. Um, it, it's hard to, Im- it's, I can't remember a turnaround like this in the NBA playoffs. Teams don't come out of nowhere like this very often to the NBA playoffs. I mean, eight seeds never beat one seeds. And, uh, Again, Spolster is just a, a a miracle worker. I can't believe what he, he does with this team. They're playing Max Struess and Duncan Robinson and some guy named Highsmith. I don't even know who it is. Do you? <laughs> He's a genius. Let's call him a He's genius. He's a genius. Who's Highsmith? Who is he?
0: <laughs> Highsmith, no idea. I know that he scored five, five, five points, but that's all I know. He about started.
1: Him. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> the playoff game.
0: He, he, he might have been a G-League player. Who knows? Oh kind of stepped it up a bit. Uh, so fantastic uh, part of the bench as well. Uh, Kyle la, 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 Ari had 14 points. So the Heat are looking forward for tonight, which we'll get into predictions a little bit later in the show. Lakers are up 2-1 against the Warriors. How? 127 to 97 from Saturday. Uh, a fantastic game. Uh, From LeBron James, of course, with 21 points, Uh, Anthony Davis with 25 points, Russell with 21 points. Um, I don't know if
1: this is just as a fluke or the Warriors tired or the Lakers are the real deal. It's not a fluke. Um, I think these teams are very well matched as different as they are at playing the game of basketball. I think the Lakers are 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 first in the league at drawing fouls. Golden State is last in the league at drawing fouls. So the Lakers go to the line a million times. The Warriors never go to the line. Um, they shoot entirely, you know, from three-point land um, or largely. And um, the Lakers basically get everything inside. And if they made some three-pointers, um, they'd be, um, you know, on the verge of clinching this series. But they're so different in the way they go about playing the game. It's fascinating to watch. Kerr is is a great coach and is adjusting the whole time. And Darvin Ham has this team playing incredible defense when the Lakers won in the bubble, they won it with defense. And if they win the series, they'll win it with defense. That sounds trite. I'm not trying to sound trite, but that is, that is true. The Lakers have the capability to clamp, um, down on teams. I don't, you know, I don't think the Warriors do in the same way. And, uh, but I do think the Warriors will win tonight. I think it's, it's, these teams are very, very closely matched and a, a team can't win twice in a row. I mean, that that's the problem with the with the with the playoffs generally. It's very hard to win two games in a row, as the Suns just did. But the Celtics haven't done it, and no team in this series has done it. Um, so we're just gonna have to wait and see. But I bet you the Warriors win tonight. Yeah, um,
0: Warriors are looking at uh, game four tonight, a pivotal game four. Uh, and I'll read you the stats. What happened on s- Saturday from the Warriors? Uh, Curry had 23 points, Wiggins 16, Clay Thompson 15, and from the bench, we had Hummings uh, <laughs> with 10 points. So the Warriors can step it up. I mean, they go on, you know, on you know huge momentum roll in the future. So we'll see what happens tonight. Predictions: New York Knicks at Miami, Game Four, pivotal Game Four. How who takes it will it be a tie two two, or Miami will go three
1: one. I think Miami wins um, for the reasons we discussed. I just think the Knicks have have lost the mojo, and, and I think that Randall is more hurt than he's letting on.
0: Too new, and you predicted Golden State at Lakers uh, to win tonight, so we'll jot that down tomorrow. Champions League, Man City at Real Madrid semifinal.
1: Who you got? Man City at Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Yep. At the Bow. Um I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna emotionally say That That Man City wins 3-1 I think they're gonna I think they're gonna 3-1. Blow them out essentially I think that 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 Pep is gonna get A win at the Bernabeu And it's gonna be a, It's gonna be a, It's gonna be a resounding one
0: If, if that does happen It might be over by
1: then Well I think that That's I guess that is what I'm saying <laughs>
0: We'll see what happens. Uh, Man City wins the Premier League. Is that pretty much set in stone? Um,
1: yeah, I think so. I think they've got a game in hand, and they're a point ahead, and they don't look like they're they have any business losing. Arsenal. I watched the um, the Newcastle game, and uh, Arsenal was lucky to win that game. I thought um, our, Newcastle missed so many so many goals in the first twenty minutes, and then couldn't get a sniff. So um, I hope it goes down to the last game. But I'm not an Arsenal fan, so I won't be rooting for them. Lil
0: Messi, would he stay in Paris or is he going to Saudi Arabia to join Cristiano Ronaldo?
1: He's gone. I don't think any of those players really enjoy playing for PSG. It's a, <laughs> it's a monetary um, consideration, and he may just, you know, move from one monetary consideration in Paris to another one in Saudi Arabia. Um, and uh, I don't think anyone will. And well, I don't know. I think people will notice. But um, it's such a weird club, PSG. You know, PSG is not an old club. They're not a old and traditional club. I think they've only been around since 1969. Um, and they weren't very good for the first 25 years they existed. So they have fans and they have a nice ground, uh, the Parc de France, which I have attended. Um, cool. but, um, it's not, uh, it, it's, it's a, it's a weird fan base. Um, they're the best team in, 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 in France, but no one, no one in France really cares. They feel like it's been purchased and um when Messi goes or all of those stars go, I think people might but be happier to root for PSG if they just have a normal French side that that um gives us you know gives a shit.
0: Exactly. We'll see what happens. Rumors he might go to Barcelona or Saudi Arabia. Those are the top two contenders. How what is the best way to reach you online to talk to you about? Hey, what should I eat during tonight's
1: game against the heat in the next? <laughs> what should you eat? Yes. Pizza's always the thing that you eat at a sporting event. That is just a I yeah, agree. A, that's what you eat. But uh, people could people could find me um at uh at Mandarin Hal on Twitter and um at uh 0halphillipsnet is where I write about soccer, and halphillips.net, just plain old halphillips.net is where I write about basketball.
0: There you have it. Hal Phillips. You could join uh, you could also reach us at the sportscast.net or the sportscast one on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll be uh, discussing NBA. And Hal, I'll see you at the other side next week. It's going to be
1: a great week.